Alright. So <laughs> <clears throat> do you still do the clap thing? No, I don't have to. It's all it's all done here. That's amazing. Yeah, I don't have to sync shit. <laughs> I know before it was like clap on. That was so ridiculous. I had to sync our audio and videos. Anyway. So after it's been forever since we've got to see our old buddy Lee, Mr. Lee here. Uh I, the original, I, the the original host of the Unframe of Mind show. I am glad to have him back, and we're going to be talking with him today about a number of important topics, including uh, failure, success, and trying to go out there and succeed in the world. About mental health and about a number of other topics, and about what's been going on in the fucking our minds and our heads. So, I would like to welcome you all to another episode of the Unframe of Mind show. You're listening to the Unframe of Mind show. The place to have the most mind-stretching, unprotected, intellectual intercourse of your life. Your hosts battle the forces of evil by lobbing fiery balls of truth, reason, and evidence over safe room walls. Welcome back to the Unframe of Lee show. Today, I take over everything. Fuck these two guys. Oh, I was going to let you finish running the intro. That's my intro. <laughs> that was a lame intro. You can tell you've not done this for a while. So what Lee meant to say was... And you got better at it. What Lee meant to say was, welcome back to another episode of the Unframe of Mind show where we have uncomfortable conversations without a condom. Which means we like it raw. We're like highbrow ideas in lowbrow packaging. That's what our show's about. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, hold on. <laughs> He needs a drink. <laughs> Need a drink already. Anyway, There's Jack in so here. Um, if you haven't noticed, the audio is probably not as smooth and buttery and super sexy as it normally is because we got, we we decided to go all nostalgic and not only are we using an old host, we're proud of the old mic as well. <laughs> so. <laughs> Taking the trip down memory lane. Aren't yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But so here's we'll, the thing, though. We'll see how the show could have sounded. like. I actually sounded really good on this mic to begin with, so don't let him fool you. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, when you're actually up on it, it, sound, it doesn't sound bad. But you yeah. know, when you're far away, whatever, it, it is what it is. Get that little deeply tinge. You know, tinge that, to that's it. just that's just part. You know, that's part of what um, I think a lot of people need to understand. When you're actually doing a project like this, and you're trying to do a show, and you're trying to build something, you just do with what you have. There's a lot of people that start shows with their iPhone, and that's it. You know, and you it's know. funny because when you go back and you watch one of the first episodes that you guys did. You barely had a beard. You were you just seemed nervous. Oh, it was ridiculous. Didn't really know what to say. You know, it was just uh, his. Your, what was it? Your mic fell off the. Uh, yeah, it uh, you had a clip to something, to and, and it was just like everything was. There was no green screen. There was nothing. So <clears throat> it was literally that yeah, wall yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The shit was ridiculous. It was it was nonstop, all sorts of <laughs> flubs and mess ups and screw ups and it's like. A lot of swearing I've, I've got too. it, it where it's the the um what is it the uh, unframe of mind anniversary yeah clip that I did what it actually is the first episode yeah that was that was neat I appreciate you going taking time putting that together I can't even imagine how much time it that had to takes have taken a while <laughs> yeah because you got to go but you know anyway but here's the thing I mean even with old equipment you know the show could have improved like it's almost it's nice to kind of see even with old equipment how our how we could have done. You know, had yeah. we, you know, had we, further. had we never yeah, upgraded our equipment, what could our show have looked like? Just, so, as as just kind of a kind of a refresher here, I'm gonna, before you even click that. Hold yeah, on. yeah, yeah. So, out of all these videos that are on screen right now, Japanese sex robots in the orchestra 
has the most views at 277. <laughs> and that was just a... What is wrong with All right, y'all? This is technically our fifth episode, so we're going to we're gonna play a little clip from an old uh, an old episode. This will be no, uh, episode number five, Japanese Sex Robots and the Orchestra. And we have no sound because I've done screwed something up already. Yeah, you did. What's new? Yeah, it's okay. See, even even now, it's going to be technical issues. Move your drink. I got to know exactly what the problem is. Oh, good Lord. Here we go. Yep. Yep. So, basically, when I went to go adjust the mics, I've got this one connection that doesn't work very good, and it drives me bonkers. Into the music industry. <laughs> yeah, look look how bad this is, though. I mean, the, <laughs> Debbie does Dallas. the key lights in frame. <laughs> I'm shiny as crap. This dude, he actually looks like he's, he's, like, you know, he's just, just out of the womb. Isn't haggard like this anymore. <laughs> this and that hat, good lord. I like my hat, and I can't. The only reason I don't wear it anymore is because freaking, um, I can't, I can't get my headphones over it. Ah. So this is this is the original cut, intro. Cut, cut out sections right here. Like yeah. cut the brim. <laughs> cut the brim. This is this is our original. Wow, Good how much is charged in three years? That is horrendous, actually. Look I know, I know. From it. from a motion graphic standpoint, that looks fucking terrible compared oh to our new one. Like, our, like you know, look at our new one in the background. It's like all looking cool and glitchy and shit. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't make that. I just took a, a template. Like, dude, if you want to start a show, there's templates everywhere. Even the intros that Anthony does, he does all that shit on his phone yep. with pre-made templates that you plug and play. You just get creative there about you. how you put them together. I show that there's to an people. app for anything. Yeah, I show that it's to amazing. people in the music industry. I show them these promo videos I do, and then they're like, "How do you do that?" And I'm like, "From my cell phone." They're like, "Are you serious?" I'm like, "Yeah." Right. You know. So. So let's. And, and, and you're in the music industry. You're supposed to be keeping up this new technology to make your job easier and make mm -hmm. things more efficient. What are you doing? with your life right no shit yeah well i mean it's hard to keep up with it but so here here's Do i need to like spread my butt cheeks and put them on your nose so th that's a great way to start a show oh, and, and i'm still waiting for that by the way what? three years later <laughs> waiting for you to spread your butt cheeks and put them on my nose oh okay no All problem right. <laughs> let's continue well yes. I'm a little that'd gassy. Really yeah, right stupid now, so. lower third. Because I've been farting and I'm probably sure <laughs> no. I, got, I got little things stuck in the hairs there. I'm okay Solid with that. Okay. As long as you're okay with that. Yeah, that's actually, it actually lets me know it's it's real. You know? It's not like one of those fake buttholes that you buy at like the... Uh, From Japan? Yeah. Because they're really into crazy shit like that. Yeah, like one of those Japanese sex robots. I have no idea what I'm saying. The virtual reality ones? Wow. I don't think either of us They're all rubbing on their plastic boobies, and they're like, oh, yeah, that's great. That's great. I don't know, man. got this machine. What's that? Even during that, I don't even think I know. I knew what I was saying. Did you, Did you like, come already high before you? Yeah. I already had a Japanese sex roast bot and orchestra playing in the background. Yeah, I was already I was already drained. Like sex dolls come a long way for years as well. As you can Weird. see. I just could never get past the feeling that I'm a total failure at life if I've spent my money on a machine like that. It's it's literally well, just about, a... You're talking about a virtual reality thing and then it's got a device that pairs up with it, basically? Yes, yes. Oh, they have okay. created this in Japan. Oh. It's like the next like age of blow-up dolls. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. The new age video I'm gaming is going to start with that. That would have been hilarious. That'd have been hilarious if you'd worn that shirt. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> then everything has to go through the porn industry first, or the military. That's, that seems yes. to be seems to be where all of our technological advancements come from: porno or industry or, or uh, military industry. Exactly. See, that's why I think most musicians need to just transfer into like doing porn numbers. 
Oh, like, like live on the stage? No, <laughs> like doing music for porn. Dude, that'd be a great way to get into what I was <laughs> I have no idea. I'm just looking at myself. I'm like, what was going We're through here. my... Yeah, let me get those. Hold on, let me hear this. Oh, shit. I am so sorry. I wasn't even going to... Pl- oh, my God. See, technical difficulties. I've only got two pair of headphones, so that's fun. My bad. I said this, like, twice already. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know what you meant. I thought you literally meant... I don't remember what the hell I was thinking during that time. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> it didn't even cross my mind. No, check it out. Don't worry about it. Here. Let's there just you go. Here. You can have those back then. You're not going to get feedback? Yes. Probably. Yeah. Shield. Yeah, shield. Seriously, uh, just have like a, a break into the music industry. <laughs> yeah, you might have heard my music from Debbie <laughs> Does Dallas. Big Black Dicks Four. <laughs> Still here. Yeah. It's like just had to go Big Black Dicks, huh? I like Big Black Dicks. <laughs> All right, we learned something new today. Well, you did. I didn't. It's <laughs> <is> true. <laughs> hey, it hasn't changed. <laughs> it hasn't changed a bit. <laughs> I'm just so mad that I said, and I cannot lie. <laughs> oh, God. Talk about perverted yeah, dad just orchestrated, you know what I'm saying? Just have fucking a composer there, you know, a fucking wood, a wood section, a wind section, a fucking percussion section. Just have like 50 people while you're trying to keep it up right over here. Just putting it together, dude. Like some epic shit, like Lord of the Rings battle type shit. Yeah, I'm picturing like a, a like when a Metallica came out with their S and M album, the, mm-hmm. the Symphony of Metallica. Yeah. So we got porn and a giant symphony like playing. That's what I'm saying. Simultaneously. That's what I'm saying. It'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I actually think that's still a good parts. idea. You can bring porn into these mainstream Broadway orchestra yeah. halls. Some of these great places over in Italy that do are known for opera, people banging. Dude, that would be cool as shit, though. Telling like, you. I would so pay money to go see that. Like, you have a full full size <laughs> orchestra playing music to the to somebody on stage in front of you, literally just having sex. <laughs> I mean, it would fit well. Like, that would be awesome. <sighs> and the screaming could be covered over with. No, you don't. You want to hear the screaming? Never mind. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, exactly. This is so cringy. <laughs> Very cringe. I have no idea what was wrong with us. Thanks for watching. Hey, it, look, it wasn't bad for getting started, man. Like, that's not bad at all. I mean, you got you got to consider, man. People, they love doing these shows. I'm telling you this right now, though. Nobody ever thought about but Japanese sex robots and orchestra I, music. I know what you guys did. Exactly. That's why we're trying to unframe minds. That's why people watch this shit because we come up with such a random, most random shit all the time. We have no idea what we're talking about half the time. I mean, we do, but we don't. We just pretend like. I mean, personally, I'd like to see Oprah remake uh, uh, "Can't Touch This" by MC Hammer. That would be cool. I'd watch that. That would be interesting. I'd love to, like something about the just the big pants. <laughs> like the big pants need to have a comeback. I bet you can get that the on Wish. Pa- yeah. <laughs> they did for a little bit. I do believe I remember seeing Justin Bieber in a slight pair of like Yeah, some black ones or something. Yeah, some yeah. Some, some sweatpants that were like that, but his it was sagging in the butt looked like he was having a diaper too, so So what, what do you think of the progress of the show since you've been on here? I mean, I think I personally think ever since I left it's gone downhill. Yeah. I mean, that's just me. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, actually, no, I think it's actually on the up and up. It's going good. We got diff- or you guys got different segments coming on. Phobism, phob- however you pronounce that word. Phobismist. Phobismist. And you got Phobism-ist. the life. Be- you got the life beyond series coming out. I know you got. Phobismist. 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 Taking the turn.
turn in the direction that I actually now, wanted to see it go. Now tell me that little stinger there wasn't cool as shit. That stinger was solid. I like that. You know, you, you pick up skills, you learn how to get better, and you, you take time, and you like anybody that has an idea that wants to do this can do this. You know, we're not growing at vast, fast-paced numbers, but we are growing. We're but continuing also, to build a solid fan base that love our show. We get consistent watchers every week now. That and we watch get personal every emails show. on Facebook through people telling us they, they love us. Right. They love the contrast difference between me and Daniel, which, you know, I often kind of was concerned about that because it was vastly different mm-hmm. between you and I. But it's worked. It's just, it's yeah, but that's the thing, though. You don't want to sit there and constantly... Like me and him, we have a lot of the same viewpoints. So I had to play the devil's avocado and dive into him and be like, okay, so why is this? Why do you think that way? Why do you think it's going to work? Yada, yada, yada. So you felt it was a little bit forced. Yes, it was, definitely. Because it was hard to actually constantly think of it from the alternate perspective. But Mm -hmm. then with the contrast in it now, it's natural. It feels good. It works. You don't have to sit there and force it. Yeah. it's solid. Yeah, that's that's what it, it's 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 fun. It's been um, what's the word? I don't even know what the word is to describe it. But it's just like it seems like I don't know where the ideas keep coming from. Like we're constantly coming with new ideas. Going where the hell did that idea the even Christmas come songs. from? You know, they do the Christmas song. You know? I wish I, I was driving over here when you guys played it. I wish I could have heard it. So I'll I'll be listening to it. Don't worry. Okay, good. good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it, it's it's been beyond that. It's you know the whole life beyond series. I literally stuck my head out the door and I said, "Send that to me." He said, "Send me what?" I said, "Let's make that a series, just life beyond." And then next thing you know, it it's like what three weeks later, we've got like a whole day worth of shooting and an actual intro for something that we're gonna do. So this is gonna be pretty mm-hmm. wild. And yeah, I see. But also, you ain't gotta worry about really so far about the growth because you I mean. So taking it from perspective that I've seen with, you know, gaming on on YouTube, you know, big people like Markiplier or uh, Sunday who does Minecraft or or even PewDiePie, they were posting two to three videos a week, sometimes four and five for months, sometimes over a year before they even hit like 10 subscribers. And then for the next year, they maybe hit a thousand subscribers. It wasn't until they actually like were into it for four or five years before they actually started to go... Yeah, yes, that that hockey stick growth curve. Well, kind of and, 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 you know, and I, and, snowball. I told, and I told Daniel, I said, I just I feel good about 2020. You know, there's been so many different things that have been going on. Everything's been positive, from the studio, from the series. Just uh, all of a sudden, it seems like we're just making all these connect, you know, these connections and just networking and constantly brainstorming the t-shirts you've been pushing mm-hmm. i mean it's just to me it is all signs point in a really good direction. even though you didn't go to facebook jail so i'm actually disappointed i know that. <laughs> that was such an awesome shirt it, too. it was I, I told him that i was like man, holy that's a shit i'm so shirt. disappointed <laughs> but here's the thing we know you're going back so yeah. it doesn't matter like at some point at some point anthony <laughs> has got to go to jail because i need so badly for this to be the freaking t-shirt that no, people, it's fine. People post, buy. Post some really off the wall shit. I will report <laughs> you just for this. Like, tell me that's not badass design. You know. That's nice. And what's it cool is. about this design is, and, and and for any of you that are watching, check this out. Don't try to do this on purpose. This is my biggest concern that you'll do it on purpose to get kicked. But I can create a design with your face behind the bars and change it to your name, 
and make a customized shirt for you guys. So, you know, I'm just saying. You still have to pay for it. We're yeah, not, yeah, we're you got to pay for it. I'm not buying you one. I can't afford to buy you one. You have to go one. to Facebook jail, too. We're already, so, spending, yeah. we're already spending way too much money on the show as it is in terms yeah. of, you know, all the, you know, between, I, I don't, I mean, you, you, you've heard, you've heard, they've heard the spiel before anyway, but, you know, just the cost of the production company that's coming up, the cost of the travel that we've got coming up, the, the cost of the website, the cost of all the third-party services that we use to keep track of analytics and payments and, and, and different, you know, the podcasting hosting and, and, the, and the website itself. Like, it all it all adds up, you know. I mean, you can do it on a shoestring budget, but we we've, we like to have a little higher quality and, you know, try to do... Well, as, that's as, one of the reasons why I've been working so much overtime is because I was gearing up towards a series of some sort... And I knew the only way that we were going to make that happen is, is that we were going to have to put out some money. I knew that. Mm. I mean, it's it's a, it's a big risk, I feel, in my opinion, because there's a lot of money in behind it. But I'm constantly pushing that envelope. You know, I told you, yeah, I, I want struggle on the show. But ultimately, I want it up church. And the reason why is, is because these guys have got all interesting stories when it comes to music from different backgrounds right, right. and the struggles they actually went through to get which they're at, and they're not mainstream. But yet they're they got tons of followers. Their music is incredible, but they're not signed. Yeah. You know, yeah, what is what is mainstream? They started mean off like us, you know, just to, from the bottom up, you know, and just as, when when I talked to Chris, one of the guys we're going to interview on Sunday, and hearing struggles past. And the things that he's been through, and just just his life in general, right. it's just I I cannot wait to have him on the show, dude. I can't wait. I can't because it's just it's it's interesting to me. It may not be interesting to other people, but when you when you look at Chris's life, he was an entrepreneur. You look about all the struggles he went through and his time in prison, and you know he got out of prison and then he started cutting hair for a living. He made that he made that his career. He became right. an entrepreneur, you know, and then all of a sudden he he started up a record label. You know, he owns a couple of, he owns 10 acres of marijuana, you know, fields out in Colorado. That's, that's crazy. Know? And that's now crazy. Yeah. he's a multimillionaire living that life when he made a bad decision in life. So it's just to give people that hope that, hey, you might have fucked up, but you can still turn your life around. That's, that's, that's what we're trying to do, too, is like get to a level of success with the show, with mm -hmm. our endeavors that we can quit our day jobs we can focus on what we want to do full-time and we can do what makes us happy this right. makes us happy that's why we don't care to put in the time and the sweat equity that's why we don't care to put in all the you know the extra the extra money that's needed to make this happen it's like it, it takes it takes work and dedication yeah mm -hmm. but you know there's there's a number of things you can do that any anybody can do really mm -hmm. like I'm, I'm telling you if you have a a, a, a pretty half-assed decent smartphone you can start your own show you can you can do something to get started on something if that's what you want to do yeah. it's like you just gotta get started you can't let your you know it's true. And, and i think i think um the show is starting to take the shape of more uh stories of success and failure and you're know, like far, far as actually taking the effort taking that chance and trying you know you recently moved out to florida in an effort to make yeah. make an effort to to try to chase one of your dreams yep um you haven't got there nope. but you haven't tr you haven't stopped trying either I though stopped trying now. so that's that's the difference between you and some and, and a lot of other people is you tried i mean i wouldn't even say you failed i imagine you've learned so much in this process oh no, no don't, that, don't get it twisted i failed every single day i've been down there so far but you didn't fail you learned something from it i, I Yes, I mean, but yeah. as far as not making it happen, right, right. That's I know just, what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, 
that is a failure in my book. But the yeah. difference is, though, is that I've learned from it. And I keep trying to go back. Like the, the company I wanted to work for, I think I would have been great working for. Yeah. I, I would have. I have like three hundred-page notebooks of content creation ideas that would be magical. I just haven't been able to get my foot in the door. It's said, oh, no, you have a tattoo. Okay, well, an a, a $80 tattoo that was around, used to be around my wrist, I spent $1,200 removed oh. to do this. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. It no is there, in it. No more oh. there. Yeah. Dude. I guess I would have been screwed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude. And then, uh, so there was that. And then they, they really can remove And them. then they said yes. But then they did my background check. And because the people who were doing the background check and me couldn't get on the phone with each other for some reason because I couldn't contact them. All they had was a voice mailbox. Yeah. Hey, this is Lee. Call me back at this number whenever you can. Two days later, they call me back and I'm busy. I can't answer the phone. So eventually that got screwed over too. So, and the, the first time I was just completely denied. Mm. So, Hey, but you tried. That's and three you, shots. And, you are trying. and there's going to be fourth and a fifth and a sixth <laughs> shot too. So. And, and I think that's what's been fun about this now is, is that we've kind of opened up the doors to other things just besides the political atmosphere. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We've gotten into relationships, talking to people that have struggled with relationships because of, you know, being raised by a single mother who slept around or, you know, people who have a bad experience with the holidays and have to deal with depression. I mean, these are serious life issues that we're talking to people yeah, about yeah. that a lot of people can relate to. That's how I feel we can connect with an audience is for them to see the content that we're putting out so they can relate to it, you know? Right. And I just, I love where it's going. So, I mean, it's, it's been a fun. That was one of the, before I left was pushing the show to not solely focus on politics because it gets very draining, not just for the people out there who are being bombarded by mainstream media and the right and the left and whatever platform they're on or whatever it is, but also for us too, because you constantly have to dive into it. Is this a real claim? Is who said this? Why did they say that? Okay. Here's a snippet from this, this, this news journalist, whatever it is, but was it taken out of context? And that, to dive into that it takes a lot it takes a lot of out time out of you mm-hmm. and, and and in the end what what actual control do we have over what the hell they do in congress or what the hell they do in other foreign countries like we can we can report I mean, we're supposed on it, to have all the control in congress but, but but i mean the thing is though is, is if we're doing things like we have recently you know with jeremy and talking about depression during the holidays yeah that is something that has the potential of helping someone yeah if yeah. someone happens to watch it, that can help it. If it helps one person, then I feel that the show can be an actual success. Right, right. I mean, that's just and and, and and even beyond beyond this show is you know, I've even tried multiple. I've been working at the same place for almost ten years now, and mm-hmm. I've tried multiple things to try to get out of there. Mm-hmm. You took a shot. I'm still envious of that. Like I'm not envious, but what's the word? I'm. I'm <laughs> amazed by it like you 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 went and tried you really tried you dropped everything you quit the job and everything i went shot my shot man you shot your shot you did and, and it's normal with that but that's what well, really i'm, I'm over here i'm over way, yeah you know? I, mean, I don't it's... know I, I, yes failure but not viewing it as a negative is that right. yes, is yes. that more fair to say yes. more of a life lesson you know? yeah so i've had you know by that definition i've had multiple failures i've had parent of progress was one of the uh, podcasts that i was I tried actually to start. i was actually to say something about before that before this even started you and me were going over dozens and dozens of ideas consistently for months while we were both at work on night shift trying to figure out what could we do, what would be fun, what would catch people's, you know, you know, attention and things like that. We had the politically incorrect stories, 
if you remember those. Cliff, oh no, I'm still Cliff working. Cliff Torres. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it, it's 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 literally insane. Jesse would, Thinskin. Yes, we would literally. I've still have, got him. I've st- oh, oh, I'm I'm actually talking to a guy to illustrate him right now. <laughs> so in two hours, mind you, while we were at work, we would sit there and get the main characters, the plot. And basically, the entire storyline, start to finish, it was done. I mean, we had like 10 of them in a, in a week. It was amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, multiple attempts at trying to get out. Between Parent of Progress, between uh, Stars Underground was a, a uh, music marketing uh, type podcast and that I was trying to help you know musicians market their stuff. And it's like, ironically, I've never had any experience marketing anything, so why did I not see why that wouldn't work? <laughs> or being a musician. <laughs> that hurts my You're pretty feelings good. so for the people that don't know the backstory behind all three of us I can sing bitch <laughs> I'll give you that so for the ones that don't know the backstory behind all three of us I've actually known Lee longer um, actually through his wife um, I've known her a little longer that's and weird. Huh? <laughs> that's, that's weird <laughs> no, I'm just joking. a little bit I guess it depends on how you look at it and then a couple of years later, um, that's when you guys started up on Frame of Mind, and then I got on this whole binge with WikiLeaks, if you guys remember doing that. Yeah, I remember then, the WikiLeaks show. We actually came out to your yeah, apartment, yeah. and we sat there for, what was it, two and a half hours or yeah, something recorded? Yeah, about WikiLeaks. Yeah. That, was, that, was, that was fun. That was, fun. That was <laughs> the first time I met Daniel, and then it was about a year later that Lee decided to move to Florida. Pause that for a minute. Right. That I'm, I'm remembering back to when we did that, yeah. and I'm remembering to... Just about two hours ago, when I'm sitting here preparing for tonight tonight's live show, uh-huh. or you know this Wednesday's live show, nothing's changed. <laughs> like the the way I was like, oh fuck, I got to do this, I got to change that, I got to move this, and like that, I brought that. I was the same fucking person <laughs> when you first met me, trying to figure out, okay, where can the furniture sit? Where can it? Okay, we got to get the camera back here. You know, oh, the lighting's not very good. We need to go ahead and turn it this way a little bit. It's like I'm in there, like going, fuck, 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 and then we sit down, and we're like, yeah. And you know and everything funny, is like cool. Like we're having a conversation. It's like there was no stress moments ago. <laughs> That's how our Wednesday shows are. Like literally, as I hit publish, it's like, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, hey, welcome back to the Unfair Mind Show. <laughs> but the funny thing is, though, is that I feel the same way because yeah, behind us is a beautiful green screen now. All this fancy stuff compared to the video you just watched. But behind the scenes, what I'm staring at in front of me is the exact same way it was three years ago. <laughs> but that's going to be changing this here soon. This is a so. crap show right now. <laughs> right hey, now. My desk is never clean. Like, I get it clean about twice a year. <laughs> so Lee had, Lee had decided to move to Florida with his family, and they wanted to pursue something for them. Uh, he ended up leaving on Frame of Mind. I filled in a couple of Wednesday live shows um, here and there when I could. Painted then, that flag. <laughs> and then it was October of like what was it year year before it'd been about yeah about a little over a year now mm-hmm. um, that he asked me to come on full time uh, since Lee had moved so that's that's the backstory of the three of us and Takes why we're not Daniel here, here so yeah Get all by himself yeah that's see that's that's just weird because I do much better conversing with other people I've done a few mm-hmm. solo shows and I think I do okay I mean it's not you know it's 
not like some of the other creators that I listen to that can go for fucking two hours straight talking to themselves. I cannot do that. Right. I, I need to have that back and forth with people and just to try to build a topic and build on what you said and you build on what I say and it goes back and forth and it's a constant like evolution in, in the conversation. So I, I really, really need that. So for you to come on and uh, like you said, you, I know you were kind of joking, but it really is kind of true. You took the burden off me a little bit to where I can just, that was I, I can, yeah, I can, I can bring I can bring the topics that I want to talk about, and still be able to have somebody to bounce those ideas off of. Somebody that can kind of catch my blind side and, and notice things that maybe in my mind I'm not thinking of because I don't think the way everybody else thinks. And that's where the thinks. contrast works and the duality works. Right. Because yeah. it's not you monotoning out somebody only your perspective on it. Because when you're sitting there talking and you're feeding out what you think about this idea or this situation that's going on, you're gonna get this sort of tunnel vision thing. Mm-hmm. With your own brain, hmm. but then Anthony's here to snap you out of it. And, you know what I find interesting is is he's he's more of the the philosopher kind of. You it know, could type, work this way, you know. And then the I'm dreamer, over here like uh, I'm over here like what? <laughs> like, hold on, so let me turn that light off. <laughs> so I mean, that's what's. I think that's one of the other reasons why it does work for us. But I, I'm I'm thinking the three of us sitting here right now, and of course the last time the three of us were together is back when we did WikiLeaks. Yeah, you know. So it's. Yeah, I mean, like it, I, I love it, you know, to see the three of us together again. This is, uh, and to see the progress of the show and where it's going, the direction of it, you know, this is this is really cool. I like it. Should this. have done a two-hour live show. Yeah. Could have just stayed here, took a break. Well, if you want to, we can always go live again. Ain't nobody else doing nothing tomorrow. Dude, we went live at, what, midnight one night, and we were up until 3.30 uh, in the morning? That was probably <laughs> one of the coolest shows, yeah. I think we, I think we yeah, we started, it was a two-and-a-half-hour-long Show and I nagged him about it. it I was, said, come on, man. Let's go live. Was, Let's go live. I thought for sure we were going to come back here and be on here for like 30 minutes and just have a quick you know, talk. It was me, him, and, and Mark that's out there. Mm-hmm. And we brought the guitars back here, and we're playing music, and we're talking about shit and deep stuff. And it goes on. And like two and a half hours later, we finally mm-hmm. cut the stream off like... All right, I think it's time. Yeah. <laughs> we've, we've talked. You know, I stayed up until about five, almost six o'clock that morning after you left, talking to Mark out there in the living room. That's unheard of for you. You're in yeah. bed like nine or I'm ten. In, yeah, oh, I'm grandpa <laughs> having ass. Nah, I'm usually up. I'm, I'm usually the guy that's up at four forty-five every morning. <laughs> but that's 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 when I think the show is more enjoyable. Is when we have those spontaneous moments of where we do something that's kind of off the cusp, you know? Yeah. Doing that live show at midnight, and then you know, there's been other times. What was it? I did that uh, Facebook live feed. Mm-hmm. You know, it just kind of breaks it all up, and it's not so so much the same thing day in and day out. You know, we're kind of mixing it up. Yes. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's what makes it fun, fun. Is we can't we've we've designed it so that we can do a bunch of other things yeah we can do stupid skits you know and a song we, and so we, <laughs> we can fun. yeah we, we're like hey let's this is cool let's you, do that you, you want to know the funny thing though like okay so i know with the sex contract mm-hmm. that's been oh my god still popular oh yeah, my god it, it's been I, out forever but i've actually seen people create other ones mm-hmm. and i know they didn't get that idea by them damn selves like I've seen it in mainstream popular videos. Like I think it was like College Humor had one, and, and a few others. Like now you have to sign this contract. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, I don't know. That's actually our most popular piece of content to this day. It's it's a it's literally the piece only of piece art. of content that draws. I mean, four hundred years from now, they're gonna find the original one, and they're hanging in the Smithsonian. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Next to the Declaration of Independence. Yes, yes. I need to write this into law. What did I call Are that? Are you cool I, with I, this? Are you cool with that? I, I I called it the Decoration of Codependence the other day. Oh, good lord! Codependence. And then of course not now, the Declaration. 
the decoration. And now decoration. he's he's wrote me into wanting to go do yoga. So <laughs> I can't wait to see that shit. You know, is it at least cool yoga like goat yoga or just regular no, plain hot yoga? This this yoga, uh, the the chick that that runs it, she's fucking gorgeous. I'm you misogynistic pig. I know it's great. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> It's fantastic. So, what 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 are your general plans? Like, what moving forward are you coming home? Are you going to continue to try to go down that avenue, or are you going to try to slightly adjust course and pursue a marketing role elsewhere? Like, is that still so? Here's the thing. Like I I was telling Anthony earlier, dude, I've been on like ninety job interviews in the past two years, and I know there's only one that I bombed. So I was telling him, like, I was. At work, between both my jobs, 15 hours total, I chug like three Red Bulls so I can wake up, and I, I Stop, couldn't... stop, stop. This is where... Okay, um, name my list. This is the part in the show. I need to mark this time code here. At approximately 31 minutes in, Lee gives us a list of bullshit excuses why he failed at his fucking interview. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not a problem. Take one. That was yes, a hell of a bill up there, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yes. Okay. And I couldn't pull shit out of my ass if I, if I had to. I mean, I was just if so... If you were a proctologist? Yes, I couldn't even I couldn't do that. I couldn't pull shit out of my ass if I was a proctologist. There, there I'll go. write your jokes for you. Thank you, I appreciate it. Fuck, That's why man. I'm here. Good Lord. Back to the drawing board. But yeah, and <laughs> out of all the other ones, I know I had solid interviews. And I know they're, like, even at some... Even though I only had 90 interviews, mm-hmm. I probably applied for over 400 jobs. Wow. And we're talking... That's actually pretty good. Yeah, we're talking entry-level positions. Yeah. For somebody who's got seven years of, of leadership experience and, and marketing experience and has a degree in it. Oh, but you didn't actually have marketing experience, but you have the degree. Like, ex- okay. like examples. No problem. Cool. Like so, examples of your work or like that? Yeah, yeah. saying, mm-hmm. oh, you didn't actually work with the company and do this for marketing or you had a, 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 a brain farts. Anyways, but... See, that's why I hate when you do this to me. You always throw me off track. Now my brain's like... Another excuse. Yes, it is. Yes. (laughs) But I've tried and tried and tried. So I basically just said, screw it. I'm tired of working for somebody else. And I started... I was going to start marketing myself. So slowly but surely, I'm building myself up. I've started my own little gaming thing. And, and, you know, I got myself nice little cool backgrounds and overlays and all that. You showed it to me. It's really cool. It's really cool. It looks legit. Yeah, compared to where most people start out at. Yeah. To where I started out at, I'd say my production's pretty good. I mean, it's not exactly where I want it to be yet, yeah. but I, I got tired of chasing after companies. Hire me, hire me, hire me, please, please. Who Marketing. do I got to give a hand job to? You know what I'm saying? And I just said, I'm just to do it for myself. And if... Well, you got you got pretty rough hands. I, now I understand. I know. The, the, I, these, I are know still, you, these are still work hands, calluses. bro. Ooh, I can feel them. I can, that, that's rugged, why, bro. That's yeah, why you I'm didn't. Rugged. <laughs> that's why you didn't get the job. Oh, super okay. <laughs> Wait, this feels familiar. Do that again. <laughs> Someone's going skiing later. Do, do that again. Yeah. Do that again. Do it again. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's going on our Pornhub clip. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, but so I just decided just, I'm just a, I'm gonna do it. I want to do and build the content that I want to build. Were you fucking skiing with us? I was skiing. He was. I told he was. He was going down those slopes. Oh, fuck. Slippery white powdery. Mm. Powdery white slopes. Mm. As Bob Ross would say, liquid white. <laughs> liquid white. So, yeah. So, yes, I have changed my, my direction. I'm tired of chasing after people who don't 
who actually in five years time if I chose to pursue something else wouldn't give a shit yeah they didn't give a shit to hire me and they, they wouldn't give a shit if I left so, so do you, I mean do you honestly see yourself staying where you're at now or do you think you'll find your way back here back to Tennessee mm, I don't know can't say I'm not giving no definites, no ifs, no maybe's, no nothing. That's an non-answer. That's a politician's answer right there, son. He's he's been in Florida too long. He's become the quintessential Florida man. Yeah, that's right. I will say. Actually, I'm legit surprised you have not come up in any of those articles. Every time I see a Florida man, I'm like clicking it. Like, is that fucking Lee yet? (laughs) No. Is that fucking Lee? Florida pet. What? Taking his gator for a walk. No, seriously, no, I'm not. I'd like to see you back in Tennessee. That's just, that's just me, though. You know. Well, hopefully, I can sit there and well, with with what I'm doing now. I mean, if it, if it's something that takes off and mm-hmm. you know supplements a portion of my income, I could basically go wherever I wanted to. And that's just yeah. it. Like, if any of this, if any of these endeavors that we attempt work, even to a small degree, like if it could just supplement a little bit of my income or a little bit of your income. It, it, it would change everything, like because we 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 are already used to living on a shoestring budget. Like mm-hmm. we're already used to living with just enough to get by. So if we get just a little bit more, we're like I'm just tired of working the overtime. Yeah, and you work a lot. <laughs> like you get paid pretty good, Jeez. and you work a shit ton. Yeah. So it's like God, I God, how do you think I feel? He gets paid pretty well. I work a job and a half, and I don't get paid shit. Yeah, yeah. See, I don't know. I've never is fucking expensive. I've it never is, been in that. Yeah. I've never God, been in that position. Yeah. That's in, that's insane. I, I mean, I work a lot, but it's not you know multiple but see, jobs. But that's the that thing, though. That's the at, thing. You know? So, <coughs> excuse me. That's just work I take on myself. Is. But that's the thing. Full time job, full time job. You're pursuing, you're pursuing, and if you get to the point where this can supplement at least a portion of that, you guys can go down to part time jobs somewhere, working twenty hours a week, oh and then God. you can put that extra time into this yes. and watch it build and grow even exactly. more. Yeah. And that's really what happens with online content creators. They always start off. So small and itty bitty, it's a video, maybe two a week, and then eventually you see after you know they gain a following. Now they're putting out videos three, four, five days a week. They're they're making different content for Facebook, for Twitter, for Instagram, for YouTube, all this stuff. And I'm going to show you something here because it's not it's not for lack of ideas. This is like eight years worth. Actually, no, probably six months. It's somewhere in between. But that, the fact that you have a vision and you want to try ch- to pursue something is, is pretty neat. I like yeah, it. so it's, this isn't, this is not, okay, this here, this is just ideas that I haven't done yet. All these, all these notebooks. I tear out the ideas after I'm, when I actually do them, they're gone. I take them out, they're thrown away. This is just what I still have left over that I can work from. And I constantly you, write this shit down. Give you guys perspective on this. He's carried around those same notebooks since I first met him. This is this is almost eight years ago now. Yeah, Fill, yes. filling up another one here. I carry. Oh, no, it he's got a fancy go. now. He's got a leather bound. I made that myself. Oh, I made my that. God. I think you need one. Oh. <laughs> I fucking made that. Um, anyway, no. But the thing is, is if I can focus more time on doing like Unfriendly Mind, I have a ton of ideas. I've, pre- I've I I know I've thrown a bunch of them at you, and you're like, wow, no. that, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Here's the it's thing. Like, That's... When do we have a chance to do it? More time would make that possible. <laughs> That's why I, I I felt like I just I needed to do something to almost push us over that edge. And that was the idea with this series. Mm. It, it's just, I mean, you have to, like Lee, you know, you took a risk moving to Florida. We're, I'm taking a risk by putting a lot of money behind this. I'm not, I am not seeing a return on this and I'm fine with it. 
because yeah. if it gets us to that point to where we can cut back Elevates on working, yeah. then it, then that itself will supplement what I've lost. And what I gain in return is the fact that I can cut back on working. I can spend more time with my family. I can travel right. more. I can do this more. And it's just, and my, you have to give up a lot, you know, to get something in return, right. you know, but then hopefully in, you know, in the long run, it all pays off and it even self, you know, it'll even itself out. But probably one of the risks that I've taken is, the opportunity cost of all the other things that I want to try to do, not just show related, but other opportunities with other companies or other people that, you know, and all of that I've had to say, okay, I want this unframe of mind thing to work. I need to focus on that first, you know, as far as other endeavors, everything else goes in the notebook and mm-hmm. it's put on the back burner. If I get to it, I get to it. But you know, there's other ones in there that I've thought, man, seriously, go, I've, I've seriously looked at them going, man, if I just stop doing it for my mind for a little bit and work on it, you know, it's crossed my mind. It's like, oh my God. But it's like, I want this to work because this is where, this is me. This is, this is what I love doing mm-hmm. and everything else. If this works out, then I'll have time to pursue those other things. So yeah. it's like, I have a problem with trying to chase too many things. And I've learned to, as part of maturing is I've learned to stop and go, okay, I need to focus on one thing. Primarily, well, and, and <laughs> I still don't focus on one thing by any stretch of the imagination. Well, but at least the, I've got the one primary one. That... And here's the thing for me though is that I thought everything out. I've done a lot of research on this. I've, I put a lot of time in just getting online, seeing what interviews have been conducted with with these certain individuals, and nobody has. So I felt like I'm tapping into something that has not been done yet. That blue ocean. Right, and and I, I just, like you know. Yeah, because it's easy for like the big people to want to interview all these newly signed artists and people that already have huge, huge followings. And but we're kind of we're kind of hitting really, the people. We're kind of hitting some of the, the people thing, that though, are the, just on the, the way up. I think the know? struggle is 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 real when it comes to independent artists than it is say that it is you know some cat that gets signed. And, yeah, it's you know, a different sudden, struggle. He's an overnight success. It, yeah. there's I don't think there's really a whole lot of struggle to it. You know, it just seems almost kind of like it's manufactured. Yeah, with it's a, it's a guys, different kind of struggle for sure. <laughs> with these guys, that's it's it's grinding away in the business itself, which is very very hard to break to begin with. Mm-hmm. And they're making an actual success from YouTube followers to, you know, you got Spotify, you got all these outlets now and platforms that they didn't have ten years ago. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, and you better so, be on all of them or you're missing out. Right, right, right. <laughs> so I'm more interested in the story behind those artists, those independent artists that actually that are still grinding away at it. You know, I mean, they're very well known, you know, within their own respective genres, but I just kind of want to know a little bit more about them. What nobody else has wanted to do because they're not that somebody. You know what yep. I'm saying? Yep. So I just felt like it brings a different level of the conversation when it comes to that industry to the forefront. And it gives people a chance to actually see and listen and to learn about those individuals that you often but you about. But you also have to think of it this way, though, too. Even though they they haven't hit the mainstream, mm-hmm. as you know, <laughs> 90% of the people out there, a lot of times people are big successes by still being in the underground. Right. One of the mm-hmm. biggest ones was back yep. in the early 2000s with Swisha House out of yep. out of Houston, Texas. You had Mike Jones, Paul Wall, uh, Slim Thug, a few of those guys. Yeah, they made one or two mainstream albums, but after all that, they still went back to the underground, and that's where they make all their money at. It's yep. just in that one small state and spread out just a little bit more. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the new model, man. That's the new model. You ain't got the gatekeepers at the top of the music industry or any industry, really, for but, that matter, well, saying, know, hey, these are Well, you still you. do, technically. This whole YouTube thing. 
well, they still crack in a way, in a way, in a way, in a way. But what I would like to see, I would, I and I know it's a pipe dream, I guess you can say, but to break the internet with this, to bring the independent artist and everything that they're doing, and actually give it some real competition to the mainstream. That's what I'd like to see. That's mm -hmm. what I want. I want it to make it so big that it actually becomes competitive. Mm -hmm. And you got, you know, the big labels like, oh shit, you know, <laughs> we got to do something here. Because you look at a lot of the rap artists today, the mumble rappers, auto tunes, rap is not what it used to be. But then the people I'm talking to, it's like, that's rap. That's what I remember hip hop used to be, yeah. you know? So, and it's Hell, like just, Zuby. Have you heard yeah, his stuff? I've, it's I've like, listened to damn, Zuby. You yeah. know, he's actually got lyrical content behind what yeah, he Yeah, like does. there's actually some some intellect behind what he's saying. It's <laughs> right, like, right, oh, right. you're actually putting some thought into your lyrics. Mm -hmm. You're not just telling me how awesome you are and how many bitches you slept with in the last week. And you're not telling <laughs> me how much money you pretend to have because you rented that, you know, that, that vehicle on your video. Yeah. <laughs> and you... Like he was saying, you have to understand that that's what mainstream wants, though, because that's what's popular. Because take a person like T Pain, mm -hmm. he auto tunes. You ever mm -hmm. heard him sing without auto tune? Mm -hmm. Horrible. It is. No, no. He is great without auto tune. He has a voice. No, I mean, with auto tunes, it's horrible. Yeah, yeah. He but, has a great voice. I'm sorry. Yeah, I should have clarified. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's what mainstream wanted when he first came out was that auto tune yeah. sound, that new synthesizer, even though Blackstreet was doing yeah. it in the 90s. Anyway. But without autotune, he has a wonderful voice. Somebody he can compete yeah. on so many different levels, and it's just like when you go on YouTube. You know, music videos used to be huge on YouTube, and not just the mainstream ones. Mm -hmm. We're talking to people who did the covers and everything. But ever since YouTube changed their algorithm to promote longer videos, 10, 15, 20 minute videos, the music industry kind of died down on YouTube and I've watched a few people who were deep into making those videos had to change their content up to make longer videos because I mean you're not Michael Jackson you're not gonna make a 15 minute music video mm -hmm. yeah you know and oh, shit and things are the, expensive yeah and the thing is is that they're like many movies 90% of the people out there on YouTube mm -hmm. are far better singers and, and musicians than the people who hit mainstream yeah. yeah, I mean, not to sit there and knock on yeah, anybody no, no, who likes Taylor Swift, but Taylor Swift, she's not that great of a singer to me. No. And I like country music. The only reason she broke into it, from what I understand, and from the articles I've read, is that her parents were sitting there shelling out money to get her to make it. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I can't say, I can't speak intelligibly on that. I mean, that haters gonna hate, thing. hate, 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 whatever. <laughs> Wait, we uh, just got a copyright strike. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Thanks a lot. <laughs> gotta cut that yep, you're welcome. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. This is this is um. So I I uh, I'm not really sure what direction to take this. We all think. I, think I mean, I, honestly we could though, go on for so, another so did, 15 minutes or so to, to get an hour show. To get away from the serendipitous portion of this, even though you want something to work, you also have to recognize when something is failing. Mm -hmm. And you have to take it in another direction. Yes, you want Unframe of Mind to work, and you mm -hmm. will grind at it. But let's say you're grinding at it for four years, and it's still not going nowhere, and you're not making a dime off, and you're still sitting here sinking money into it. You're at the same job. You're at the same job. There's a the time when you actually have to be smart enough to recognize to let go. For me, it took almost nearly two years mm -hmm. to let go of this dream of where I wanted to do content creation and pursue my own path. I mean, I gave up. I think I sold about $3,000 worth of my own sports memorabilia to get myself a setup to pursue my own content creation. So, I mean, sometimes you just got to know 
when it's time to bow out gracefully. And, he, and, yeah. and, you know, he came to me not too long ago and made that comment. He said, I just felt like there was a time recently that he was going to throw in the towel. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I said, no, I just, something feels different this time. And yeah, n- well, it's not It's not so much that I, w- I want to throw in the towel. It's just, I, it's I just, frustrating. Yeah, I mean, I, it is. as as two of us are doing the show together, I want to be as open and honest with what goes through my mind. And, yeah, you know, yeah. obviously, with as with anything, you know, you're going to have your doubts and you're going to have your moments of going, well, it doesn't seem to be doing quite what we're hoping to do. Like you said, you know, after four, you know, what is the cutoff? I don't. I can't define that. That's the problem. No, I'm, nobody I, can define it for you. You have right, to. It's right. just something that you have to know. But that but being I'm still said, having fun doing this. Yeah. Right? Oh That's yeah. Definitely. You know. But that being said, um, in order to define that, it's going to require me and you to keep those lines of communication open, which we do. Yes. I'm not. You know, I have no problem with that. But it, you know, I want to be. If I'm ever having doubts, I want to be open with you. And if you're having doubts, open with me, and we talk about it, and we say, okay, well. Um, maybe we go ahead and stop it then, or maybe we go ahead and keep going because, you know, this point and this point and this point, you know, we just got to keep continuing that conversation and see how we're feeling, keep checking in with each other constantly and seeing how we're feeling about it. But when you told me that, that was when I, I actually called Shane and mm-hmm. I said, hey, you know, crunch some numbers for me. Tell me what you can do as far as production. Get back with me. And it was several weeks before he got back with me. And then I just something inside of me felt like okay you've invested so much of your time your energy in the last almost four years in this i'm going to do something that's either going to make or break what i want to do with the show and i know the financial cost it's going to bring i i knew all this i knew all of it mm-hmm. but i want to take that risk i want to take that risk and so far it's paying off i mean we've had david mercy who was a former playboy photographer you know, for you know, for twenty, you know, three years, yeah. the story, still the content, <laughs> that's still to come. There's going to be a lot more. Oh, wait a minute, we don't know. If, we don't know if we don't know if by the time this episode goes out, if that one was already out or not, or if this one's coming. But it what I'm matter. saying is, what I'm saying though is, is that then we get, you know, we're on Zuby's show. You know, that's that's coming up. Yeah. So I, that's why I said I feel I feel really hopeful for 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really do, and I think that if we unframe my mind 2020, get yeah. out there and vote. So I, I just feel like that. This <laughs> you is no better than I, that. I just have a feeling that this thing is really going to shift gears. I really do, and I think it's as long as we keep, you know, keep on with the, the you know, the studio mm-hmm. and what we're doing now. If we just keep ourselves grounded while we're doing it, I think we'll be fine. You know, I think I think none of this would even be possible if Lee was still here. What do you mean? Probably not. That's a good thing that I left. I was just fucking with you. Calm down. No, I, mean, no, I, I know, but I, I'm dead serious, though. <laughs> I think the show would have gone a lot further if he was still living here. I think with the three of well, That's the thing. We could speculate all we want. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, we could speculate. Here, here, here's oh, the thing, though. Know. Here's the thing, though. It's it's not... This is this is what I do like about the show. Is like There's something we bring to this that nobody else has, and that's our personalities. That's the... Like, I can't bring... Oh, I thought it was STDs. Well, we bring STDs. What was it? Stats, truth, stats, truth, and data. (laughs) (laughs) Stats, truth, and data. STD. Um, No, it's it's a. When you start thinking about it from a competitive angle, there's only so much because we can't bring more time than people who do it full time. We can't bring more money than people who have millions of dollars for high dollar production studios and everything. Like Bloomberg. We can bring a little bit, but we can't bring you know that. 
So we obviously can't compete on cost. We can't compete on time. We can't compete on research because we just don't have the time. We to have to be creative. What we have is our creative minds. Yeah. What we have is our personalities. Mm -hmm. What we have is our own drive and our own scrappiness to get in there and get it done and, and talk to people that other people ain't wanting to talk to. Yeah. You know, to, to go in there and just do things that other people aren't willing to do. And that's fine. You know, a, a blowjob in an alley once in a while never hurt nobody. Like, you can brush Absolutely your teeth. Sometimes you need new equipment. It is what it is. <laughs> for, Out of the wait, wait, wait. white van. For the alley blowjobs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just need new equipment for your alley yeah. blowjobs. Uh, I mean, somebody's offering a new headset and microphone. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. You got to run yeah. with it, man. No shit. No shit. So uh, I think I think, I think think the whole th point of this show has just been, you know, hey, we're struggling. We're, we're trying. We're, we're taking our licks and we're... Letting, we're having fun. We're letting we're letting everybody in to see what's kind of behind the scenes, the inner workings, the the, the thoughts, the doubts, the the hopes, the dreams. And that's that why I've been in. making those posts on the group. Yeah, you know? and it's like you you see that, and you, and you got to understand where we're coming from on this, and you, and, and, and I, I just want everybody to to not feel like they can't try to succeed and try to at least shoot for what they want to do, and don't you know let all the excuses out the fucking window. You look at our first video. We showed you our, one of our first videos, and it looks like total garbage. <laughs> you know, a few years later, we're doing pretty decent. We're coming up with some great content. We've got great articles and great uh, uh, you know, sex contracts, creative skits and, and videos. And we've got great guests coming yeah. up. We've got an amazing uh, uh, Facebook group that, you know, I, I don't even, just off a whim, I'm like, you know, let's let's fucking try and make a Facebook group one week. And I did it, and it's been amazing. Like, Can you imagine if you had so started that out three years ago? I know where we'd be. No, I, mean, I know. Where would we you be? Know, can't go back in time. Man. I know, but still, it's just it's um, it's the learning curve of it all. Yeah. You know, I yeah, mean, yeah, there's yeah. still things that we haven't thought about that are sitting right in front of our faces, and we haven't even you know given mm -hmm. a given a scratch yet. So yeah, I mean, I think that's one of the good niches that you all are in right now because right now there's a lot of people out there, content creators, where you only see the nice, beautiful, polished, finished product, yeah. but you guys are out there in the book or in 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 the Facebook group. Hey, this is what we're working on. What's your ideas? What's your thoughts? Getting people involved in it, and that's yeah. that's something that you really don't see from these type of podcasts and shows and just content creators in general. Getting their audience. I just made that comment on the live it. show. I told him, I said, "Why don't we ask the group about doing a jingle for the new What the fuck that is that on Wish? <laughs> what yeah. the fuck? Oh, what the fuck? Oh, what the fuck but is that, that on yeah, Wish? But that, that's, that's exactly <laughs> what you were just saying. I know it's great. It's a new segment. But that's what that's what you were just. Are you? Are you about, do you approve of that segment? Yes, I do. Actually, okay. Okay. wishes. Oh my! <laughs> I that's saw that was, a that was, show. Never that mind. was his idea. You I brought post, it up. I'm like, I posted on the right. page, and it was that little that little thing that for the top of right? yeah, that piece <laughs> into, and I just said, "What the fuck is that on Wish?" So then I, I, I messaged him on Telegram, and I said, "What about doing a new segment, kind of like the Phobismus, but you know, with Wish?" He goes, sure. So it's I'll try. Like, right. What's funny is that what, what's going to happen? What's the worst that could happen? We get shut down on so, YouTube. So. Here's the thing: whoever makes that little toddler pee on the go thing, whatever it is, I have a brand new demographic for you guys. <laughs> All right. Streamers. They're stuck at oh their desk. Oh my god! That's Dude, true. I, I literally I took that picture when he posted yeah. it, and I posted it to Twitter. Mm -hmm. You have people who are ever sitting there at their computers, at their desks, for 4, 8, 12, 24 hours. Who wants to leave their stream to, well, stream? <laughs> I 
The sneak-a-wee. It's a sneak-a-wee. Sneak-a-wee. People on your stream aren't even going to know. Chat will never know that you are... You better get that copyright and everything. Get that trademark, dude. I'm serious. I mean, I, dude, I threw it out there and it got no love for some reason. I'm like, dude, this is beautiful uh, content, dude, bro. Dude, you should have shared it with me. I would have shared that. Let me, let me dig into it. Hold that on is a so awesome. I'll give I you love the it. exact rundown. Oh, I love it. Oh, I don't even know where it went. Uh, you know what? Twitter probably sit there and deleted it because yeah. it was controversial. Sneak-a-wee. Dude, sneak-a-wee. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, man. No one's going to know what you're doing underneath your desk, bro. I have I have noticed just based on the language that you use that you have been doing your homework your marketing homework like you're using terms that I recognized from my classes when I was in college I'm like oh like the blue ocean term it's like I know exactly what that means and, and, and yeah that's kind of what we're doing you know I couldn't I couldn't tell you what the vocabulary was behind it but I you know this I've noticed, is what I went to school for so might as well yeah. apply it to myself before I yeah apply I've, it I've noticed that you're actually you're 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 take you are learning stuff and you're using these terms and I'm like oh I, I see a lot of growth in you and I have dude like. I don't know. I don't even remember if that's anything we talked about like live on the show, or if I've even talked to you about it personally. I have no idea. I don't think so. But when we first met to where you're at now, like the amount of growth I've seen in you as a person is fucking astounding. I know we went from two douchebags that thought each other were douchebags. No, I don't remember that. I, no, no, I remember always I, liking you. But no, 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 I might, no, no, I, no. That might be true. I just don't happen to remember it right he, now. He doesn't remember it because I thought Daniel, when I first met him, was a douchebag. He was working across from me. And I remember after we got to talking, he's like, dude, I thought you were a douchebag too. Dude, <laughs> okay. this, this is the story I tell everybody about meeting when we when we met each other. I forgot. I completely forgot. I completely forgot. And then it but, turned out that oh, we are two okay, douchebags okay. in a pod. We are two douchebags in a pod. We're but, um, two douches in a box. Part, part, of, what, sink, part of what I remember, part of what I do remember is you seem to be like, what, what's this new term my son introduced me to? Uh, a tryhard. A oh, tryhard. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, okay, boomer. <laughs> no, no, that, no, he introduced me to that one after tryhard. But it's a perfect term for it, I think, because uh, it was like, you seemed like you were trying really hard to be overly gross and funny and like perverted and trying to be like really and you and like everything we talked about was like so like over the top like like oh my god dude and i remember actually having to having to ask you to tone it back a little bit because even you even turned my wife off a little bit because she's like that he made me really uncomfortable (laughs) like it was and 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 it's and it's like nothing against you i was like it's like i i saw that and i saw i don't i don't know what it was but i just i'm just saying from then to now, it's like you're you're not. I don't want to say you're a different person. You just you're the same person, but hugely matured. I guess. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to say so, this so, as so diplomatically actually, as possible. Fuck PC. Yeah, you still. I mean, you still have the fucking great sense of humor, dirty ass mind, and I love it. The thing is, though, it's just like not so was, trying. So like when I was being a creeper for a few minutes outside the door, before yeah, I surprised yeah, yeah. him. Uh, <laughs> Like, he was talking about checking on people, mental health. And a yeah. big reason was because I actually had to notice this in myself. Is that I've, I've dealt with the whole mental health, you know, issue. I get down on myself. I get super depressed. Like, this past two years, it's been... I mean, one night when the wife and kids were sleeping, I literally had a fucking mental breakdown on myself. It was rough, dude. But I noticed... I didn't know that. Yeah, nobody did. Why? Anyways. Why? 
because mental health is something hard to talk about. No matter if, even if you're the person who's going through it, I know it's very difficult to bring it out. Now I'm offended. Okay, be offended. Anyways, <laughs> fucking didn't call it doesn't me. Take much. Yeah, <laughs> I want to know these things. I want to help but, you. But anyway, go ahead. I understand. That's why I was really who I was so many years ago because yeah. I felt like I needed to be the center of attention. I needed to gross people out. I needed to focus on me so it would somehow boost my own self-esteem. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which ironically had the exact opposite effect for most people. Yes, but in my mind, at least I got that 30 seconds of attention. Right. I don't need attention for the whole week. I just needed it then. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that stems from, you know, I got the head from all the years of, of drug abuse that I had, you know, for the better part of a decade. Both of you all know I was mm-hmm. a junkie until I moved down to Tennessee when I was like 21, 22 years old, and I finally got myself clean. And, you know, this September I celebrated 11 years. I remember, so, I remember so, hearing, right? I do remember hearing that. Yeah. yeah, I do remember that so, for sure. And that was one of the big things. I was trying to replace a vice with another vice of boosting my self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Going for the dopamine hit in other Yes, other somebody's yeah. giving me attention, dopamine, yes, I'm so happy, you know. But then I realized that I really, you know, if I cultivated myself and actually looked at who I was as a person, mm-hmm. taking that away, I knew I'd be better for it. So, yes, some, some looking in, looking glass type shit. Whatever the hell it's called. Yeah, and I'm like super stoked to be part of that journey and just seeing. That, I was happy that you are a part too. of that journey too, because you were one of the very so few much... people that were like, "Bro, relax." <laughs> <laughs> like to be honest, yeah. Like who else is gonna be honest with you? It's like that's the thing. Nobody ever. Wants nobody to... is straightforward. Like, like that's what we, I think a lot of people are missing in their relationships. It's like, dude, like. I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. Everybody accepts that nobody's perfect, but nobody's willing to call each other out and say, or even just in a supportive, constructive criticism type of way, say, mm-hmm. "Hey, this I'm kind of feeling this way. You know, why don't you do this or change that or you know, you know, try this a little differently or you know, whatever it is." People are so terrified that they're like, oh, they're gonna hate me if I say anything. Oh my god, they're gonna, they're gonna, I, I can't do that. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. It's even, it's even like one. Of, I think one of your mom's friends said. That, hey, I'm you know, on one of our like first first videos. Hey, I'm no no stranger to swear words, but this is a little over the top. Mm-hmm. And that's because every other word out of my mouth was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it wasn't a normal fuck or shit. It was like something completely <laughs> uh, irrational and egregious. It's still you know there. Saying? It's like a nervous, you. like a nervous, like vomiting of curse words. Yes, yeah, basically, just it's like a clown pulling like a nervous thing twitch. out of his mouth. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> Which, funnily, I probably could have made money off of because I've seen a few streamers who have Tourette's and they're blowing the f- yeah. up. That seems to be the new thing. These oh, days. good lord! Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. You got Tourette's and you, you got a camera phone. You can do a lot with that. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, start that start that channel. Yeah, over this past you know you know four years, you know I think we've all grown. Oh my god, a yeah. lot, and that's just I, I that's know a I've part grown. of life. I know I've grown considerably. It's it's incredible. Like just over the You're past, still the shortest one in the group. But I am still grown. the shortest one in the group, and I have grown. Yeah, I, I, I'm sitting. I'm actually slouching down to help you out here. This is this is the, this I'm is the, slouching too. I keep so. having to remember. I keep having to remember to sit up, but. Yeah, and this is the part where I pretend to be offended by the fact that you're making fun of my height. But you have the greatest beard in the group. I do. 
because there's I have no other beards. Literally the only beard in the group. That's like saying you're the greatest dad in the world. You're you're you're, you're my favorite dad. No, you're the world's okayest dad. Yeah. <laughs> you're my favorite dad. I'm your only fucking dad, kid. Fuck off. Get out of here. Buy your mama coke. <laughs> well, I told you in that video clip uh, that I posted on the group how much the show's changed for me. Mm-hmm. You know, since he's left and the ideas that he wanted to take the the show in once he did leave. You know, so it's uh, if you're still able to reflect back on how things have changed you by having that conversation, then at least you're aware of you know the conversations being had and it's yeah. actually doing. Something it's neat good in your going life. back to those original videos and seeing that you know what the show means to us or what we want, what our show would look like if it was a success or whatever. And it's like we're doing, we're still in the same vision. It's 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 morphed to you know accommodate a little bit more of an encompassing arena but it's basically the exact same thing nothing's really changed the base vision is still there yeah yeah. it's like it's the the seed idea the seed idea is still there Mm -hmm. like that has not changed and now we've got a beautiful tree growing out of that it's more like a more like a a scraggly bush on the side of the road that gets hit by trucks that are a little bit bit too wide (laughs) yeah it's got like two leaves on fire but you get my point (laughs) as long as it's it it maintains itself and it's always fun for me Mm. I don't think I'll ever walk away. Yeah, interesting, different, yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's challenging. It's enjoyable. I love spending time, you know, with you guys when I'm over here, um, working on the studio. I wish you were here more often, but you know, but this so I've what, enjoyed. This. Sorry, to, I feel like we didn't really cover that as much. The, the the breakdown you had. What was my mental breakdown? Yeah, like just, you mentioned having it, but I don't think this like, was. What? Oh my god, this was early, early this year. I think like in. What did, that, what did that look like? I've, n- I've literally never had a breakdown. I've seen people do it. I literally sat I've heard in the about middle, people doing it. I literally sat in the middle of my dining room floor crying. Like uncontrollably? When yes. you feel like the pressures of yeah. everything in life just come yeah. down. Like even now, just thinking about it, I'm getting like misty-eyed. Yeah. <laughs> because it, it was rough, dude. I never, I never had one of those before. I didn't know exactly what was happening. It was like, it was like a panic attack and an anxiety attack. And I was just like... Like I, I felt literally crippled. From nothing physical, it was all up here. Yeah, it's all yeah. Your thoughts. But I just couldn't do anything, so I literally sat there for like three hours, not doing anything. You know how earlier you were talking about you just needed five minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's well, never mean, having that five minutes. It's never having it. It is constant. It's consistent. I've had it before, and you just you you become so overwhelmed with so much that's going on. And it could be from feeling like you're a failure because you thought you did what was the right thing by moving down here. Now it's not. You know, mm-hmm. the, the so many interviews and you can't understand why you didn't get yeah. a job. Like, I drug my whole family I, out here I, for I took this. A, yes. you know, I removed a tattoo off my wrist so I could get a job. That didn't work. And then all of a sudden... Spent $1,200 I didn't have. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> really. You feel so defeated, but in the process, you feel so overwhelmed. Yeah. And it just, it, it, it drives you to a mental place. It's just not healthy. That's just it. I can, I can, I, mean, I can intellectualize it. I can imagine it. I have a very strong imagination, but I've never actually experienced it is the thing. So I, I don't really understand. I mean, I understand it, but it's like, I, I feel, I feel like it's like, I'm grateful that that's never happened to me, I guess, in some way. And I feel bad that my friends have gone through stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like. I don't know what what the course of action to take would be. I, I think maybe it's just for something you or for, for, for me to help them, help, you know, like what if I was there just talking to them. Yeah, if I was just there, there in friend. that moment when that happened to you, like yeah. I, I guess I've been pretty good at self-soothing myself and I'm pretty good at managing my own stress. I've never really I, I mean I get stressed, but it's never 
I found I've never going, like I found going to the gun range helps a lot. Helps a lot. Yeah. Oh my just, god. I don't know. I don't know. Like what? I don't know I what it do, is, but it helps. <laughs> like if I'm in that moment, I'm I'm sitting there next to you, and you're having this moment, and you're like, "Fuck, dude, I cannot stop. I don't know why I'm." Uh, but you did have a moment like that with me when I found out about Jim when I came over here, mm-hmm. and you you were telling me, you know, you, I got it on the video where you said that you were trying to put on some crude humor that you knew that I would, you know, I would enjoy. Mm-hmm. And you just said, I just, I, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. Sometimes there, there's anything you can't do. Just being in the presence of, you know, I may not come to you. I may not talk to you, but just, just be there. Just be that just be enabling there. body right there that if I need you, you're, you're there. Yeah. That's all I need. Like a, like a crutch in the corner. Just, yeah. yeah. You, sometimes you have to let people just kind of come to you. Ironically, you know? I'm about the right size to be a crutch in his corner. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but my point is, though, is, is that I didn't have to come over, but I did because I knew I needed that. Yeah. I don't verbally tell you. I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. And then it was the same thing when I was over here one night and I got the call about my grandfather. You know, I just, I stood outside and, and you asked me if everything was okay. And I said, no, I said, it's my grandfather. And when people go through things, like I said, it's just, if your position in life is to be right there in front of me, I can count on that. That's all I need. That's cool. Like, I, I appreciate you sharing that. Like, I didn't realize um, I was help for you in those moments. I didn't, I'm not going to, I know you didn't, voc- I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. I know you didn't it's vocalize. Just, it. I didn't even realize. So, I mean, I guess that's kind of cool. Just, you know, trying to be me and just be who I am supportive where I can is enough. Like sometimes I don't feel like it's enough. I feel like I'm letting trust people me when down. I tell you that it is because if I, I'm going, I don't have no that, choice but to trust you. <laughs> if, that, you I'm, if I'm going through something like that, the mm-hmm. death of a family member and I don't just, I, I don't want to be around anybody but you that mm-hmm. that speaks volumes without having to tell you you yeah. know what i'm saying no, i get it so get it. hopefully that's something that if you ever go through that again you know just have somebody around you know just yeah. call uh, we uh, love you uh, call uh, us dude yeah, fucking like, call us that's the thing though so so like we will not when judge you in that moment uh, yeah. it wasn't it, it i think it, what really a lot that led up to it was that i didn't have that old support system. So, like you know, like I said, I deal with mental health twenty four seven. Ever since I quit the drugs thing, it's always been a constant battle. Mm-hmm. But I did, when I left, I didn't realize that I was also leaving a Your support support system that yeah, I didn't even yeah. know that I actually even had. Yeah, you know, you might over fit in a, f- a suitcase and go with you. I sure as hell can. Maybe the hood of a car. No, you're, but... you're not going to be on my carry on. You're, 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 yeah, but that, that's the thing. I didn't realize I was also leaving that support system. I didn't realize that you know, seeing you guys, you know, every so often or once a week, or whatever, actually helped my mental health and kept myself sane until it just built up to what it was. And the fucked up thing is that my wife doesn't even know about this. Y'all are the first people who were to hear about it. Nobody knew about it. I'm just letting everybody know. My kids didn't know about it or nothing, but it just gets to a point where, you know, me and her made this decision. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had to convince the kids of the decision. But even though me and her made that decision together, I know she did it for me to pursue what I was trying to pursue. So that's another added weight that was on my shoulders. And then 
the kids not really, you know, having their same friends. And it, it becomes a lot when, because it's, it's really like a snowball effect. And feeling like you need to be the man of the house and you need to be that strong rock support group for everybody else. And yet, yes. that's all that stress that like, on top of everything else caused yeah. him to be in a place he was in. Right. Exactly. And it's like it's that snowball effect. It's that one little thing you get in the back of your head like, crap, okay, well, this is this is another failed, you know, job attempt. And then it rolls down like, oh, my God, I'm not I'm still working two jobs. Oh, my God, my wife moved down here, even though it was an agreement to us. And you, you yourself start thinking about all these things. And you're literally just taking pieces of clay and slapping it onto this ball that just bears down on you. It sucked. But I found an outlet that actually helped me. So stabbing puppies. Pillows. No stabbing pillows. Having sex with pillows. <laughs> Um, you actually did find an outlet. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, really, re- really, no. I, it was, it was. It's not really so much as an outlet, but there's. Uh, I play Lord of the Rings online. Nerd alert. Anyway. Oh, I done admitted to playing Minecraft. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, but my sister was like, "Hey, <laughs> and he's like look, fucking gamers." <laughs> he, 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 she's like, "Hey, you're getting a computer and want you play this online game. You can join this, this, you know, this kinship, this Discord I've been in for like." 10 years since the start of the game and my sister knows everybody in there and normally they have a process to get you in mm-hmm. like you have to become a friend of theirs first before they even let you in like you it's like tryouts it's, it's like some serious cult. shit yeah <laughs> but they let me in and i found a good group of people that like i feel happy to help and be there for like one of the guys who's been helping me with this whole streaming thing he's only been doing this shit since march and he's been giving me so much information like like I jump out there and I, and I feel like I'm actually doing good for the world because I'm helping him myself. I'm not, but through being in like his chat and his stream, I'm getting people to donate money. Money for like uh, last month it was breast cancer awareness. This month it was wounded warrior project. In three streams, he hit 500 bucks. Mm-hmm. Normally, it takes him a whole month to hit 500. That's badass. So That's I mean, I I feel and. I didn't realize until I actually said it to him, and I said it, one of the things that I wanted to do when I started out this new this new content creation venture was to actually do something in the world and not necessarily change the world, at least change one person's life. Mm-hmm. And even though I'm not, you know, big on the scales like some of these people online, doesn't mean I can't start now, and that's the way I started. I started sitting there making jokes and getting people like, hey, you know, if you donate 20 bucks, I'll give you, you know, a free subscription to this dude's channel. And people would do it. Hmm. So I found an outlet that actually keeps my sanity a little bit. Because, I mean, the stress is still there right now. I still work two jobs, and I still put it in for a million of places I can try to apply for. But I have something that's like, because it's still hard to talk about mental health. Even though you guys say call, doesn't mean I'm going to necessarily pick up the phone and be like, yeah, dude, just let you know. Um, It's a bad shit shit show in my fucking head right now. Uh, Uh, Actually, I would die laughing first and then we'd be like get down to business well, that yeah. would be the perfect way to but start but you always know we're available for yes you. yes I do know that for a fact and that, that's one of the yeah, reasons yeah, why yeah there's I a difference fought. between knowing that it's yeah. available and actually doing it yeah but that's yeah. also why I fought tooth and nail to have both my jobs coincide for this week off I've had vacations throughout the year mm-hmm. I've always had to work one job or the other and I fought tooth and nail like begging my body like I need to go home to Tennessee and they're like okay we got you after begging them literally almost and I'm fucking honored by the way that you chose to spend 
some of that time here. Yeah. And like, creep your family out yesterday. <laughs> like, tell me that wasn't worth the price of Oh, dude, I was waiting 30 minutes outside, dude. I had to piss so bad. I'm like, come on, man. Hurry up and get home. <laughs> You're such a patient creeper. <laughs> I am. So it, just it, let it, you know, if I have to wait outside your house for four hours to watch you get naked, it's going to happen. It's just good seeing you. It is. It's good seeing y'all, too. I'm ecstatic to be here. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap up the stream right there. If you guys enjoyed this show and want to see more like it, man, just definitely hit us up. Let us know what you think. Unframe. You want to you want to sign us out? Mind frame. Tell people where they can reach us. Come on. Just be careful. Sorry about that, but you guys can reach us at Unframe Mind on Twitter, on Facebook. Do we still have the Instagram? <laughs> on Instagram as well. You can find us right here on YouTube. I am a um, guest host, Lee. This is your normal host, Daniel. Your other normal host, Anthony. And this has been Unframe Mind. Peace out. Wow, was that not the best ideagasm you've ever had? Want to do it again? Go to unframeofmind.com to find more mind-stretching, world-altering podcasts, videos, and articles, and get those critical thinking juices flowing.